Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Kansas City looking to get on the board. Second and goal from the three. Kelsey motion man from right to left. Two receivers to the left. Mahomes will throw it to that left side. Catch made. Acceleration into the end zone. Touchdown, McCole Hardman. Motion man is Hill to the near side. Now shifts behind Mahomes. Handoff running to the right. Slashing extra effort. Diving Daryl Williams. He's in. Touchdown, Kansas City. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Sarah Perlman on the bet. Live on the Radio.com app, also live on the Bet 1430 in Denver and KCBS in Los Angeles. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Sarah Perlman here. And let's go out to uh, Las Vegas, Sarah, because we've got Jeff Sherman on the line. He's uh, available on Twitter at Golf Odds, Westgate Superbook VP of Risk Management. Jeff, appreciate your time this morning. Uh, so let's uh, start with how you guys did on Championship Sunday. Uh, a favorite? A dog, two overs come in, and now it's Kansas City and Tampa Bay for your futures book. How did it all go? Yeah, it went well for us, actually. Um, you know, we lost a little bit on the futures for the NFC conference with Tampa Bay, but as far as the games themselves, we had a lot of Packers support. Uh, so Tampa was actually a really good result for us. We did lose the afternoon game with uh, Chiefs and Oak. There was a lot of parlays to that. So overall, uh, we came out ahead in the day. Well, Jeff, now that the lines are set and, and obviously kinks will be worked out as some money comes in on the Super Bowl over the next 13 days, but what were your takeaways when adjusting and making this Super Bowl line after watching yesterday's games? You know, the one thing we always look at is people bet what they saw last, and they saw Kansas City handling Buffalo rather easily. So my initial line was minus three on Kansas City against Tampa Bay, but then what we saw transpire Uh, We started out three and a half on the Chiefs just with the expectation that everyone was going to be coming in a short favorite of the Chiefs. 
but when we put that up, we got some dog money from the sharps. So we're currently at Chiefs minus three, minus 120. Uh, we had the total of 57 and a half and saw some sharp play on the under, so we're at 56 and a half on that. Yeah, it's interesting. The entire market moved uh, on both. I see a lot of juice threes, and uh, the total did dip. I saw uh, your colleague last night, Rex Byers, he tweeted out that he's never seen less interest at the window for the openers of the Super Bowl. It's like crickets out there, both in the book and on the phones. Uh, what do you attribute that to? Well, some of the current environment, uh, you know, less people visiting books, it's more app-based, but also this was a really easy number to make, either three, three and a half and a high total, uh, especially with the way the totals went yesterday. People were expecting this total to come high, so it didn't catch anyone by surprise where you'd see an initial flood of saying, let me get down now before it moves. Like I said, we had some sharp play on the dog and the under, but that was uh, minimal compared to what we've seen in previous years because... I'm sure the public will drive both the favorite and the over up. Jeff, Westgate Superbook is incredible for many reasons, one of them being the props all season long, but especially during Super Bowl. So when you guys are getting together, getting ready to post the props, what does that process look like knowing during Super Bowl week and especially Super Bowl Sunday, you're probably seeing the most prop action of all year? Is it arguments back and forth on where you think the line should be? Is there more value or less value for the betters? Take me through that process. Yeah, it's a lengthy process. We'll start that tomorrow, and uh, we have four of us that head over to Ed Salmon's house and get out of the office and just uh, concentrate on these. And it's a two-day process. We'll spend all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday coming up with the props and the numbers, come in Thursday and check the, the computer and get them up at 7 p.m. Pacific on Thursday night. And then initially we see nothing but uh, sharp play on Thursday night, and that'll iron out what some people perceive to be weaknesses. And when we make 400 props, there's going to be weaknesses. And we know that going in. But uh, as long as we have a majority of them strong uh, and let it get ironed out, you know, we take lower limits when we start out and we'll extend them uh, into next week. And then next week, by Thursday, Friday, we start to see some public support show up in these. And they usually bet the opposite of what the Sharps did. And that's what ultimately shapes our decisions. But uh, Tuesday and Wednesday are just a hash out session. and. A lot of arguing, a lot of beer. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound all bad. Uh, Can you describe the scene there? I know it'll be a little bit different, of course, this year, like everything else. Uh, But can you uh, describe the scene for our listeners and viewers at the Superbook on Thursday night once you guys post it, the amount of people that are in line to bet and and what sort of rules there are, how many bets they can uh, make at one time? Yeah, generally we have about 50 to 100 people show up for this, and they start lining up early, and we'll take 2,000 a prop, and you can bet up to two props before you have to cycle back to the line so you're just not dominating everything, and some people can get a fair shot. So we put those up at 7. We close at 11 p.m., and usually the line lasts from 7 to 11 of just cycling around, so we'll get plenty of support that night. When you uh, when you're looking at the NBA so far this season, what's the liability like? Obviously, the Nets have probably taken a ton of money in the Lakers, but what has that been like for you just in the futures market? Yeah, it's been interesting. You know, when we put these up, there were two teams that I had targeted that I expected people to really bet, and that was the Nets and the Warriors, and that's exactly what they came in on. Now, obviously, the Clay Thompson injury has uh, changed the what's going on with the Warriors, and their odds are a lot higher than they started. Uh, but the Nets, I'm, I had the Nets at 8-1. to one. Some of the guys here had, had 20-1. to one. 
Uh, we opened 14 to one and right away we took, uh, we took 20,000 on the nets at, at 14 to one. And so that started dropping them rather quickly. We took some 10 to one We're down to six to one right now on the nets. And I know that's higher than market because some of the guys here are really anti nets and they don't think that uh, they play enough defense to go far in the playoffs. So you can find an attractive price here on the nets, even though we have liability on them with the Lakers. We open at seven to two. We always get Lakers money and we're down to three to two on them. So we have a small liability on the Lakers, large liability on the Warriors, the nets also, and then everyone else we're in good shape on. What do you think LeBron does tonight against the Cavs? Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, I think you should take it easy and not play that many minutes, especially with the Cavs coming off a back-to-back and getting blown out by Boston. So I know it's a homecoming, but um, I would expect him to play maybe 30, 32 minutes and not get extended in the upper 30s. And uh, he's got a great supporting cast this year. You know, the Schroeder and Harrell additions have been uh, very helpful to him. Uh, Wes Matthews on the defensive end. So uh, it's a lot more than just him and AD this year. And I think their team has improved and, it's afforded them some rest periods, even though he hasn't missed a game, which I'm really surprised about. And obviously he's not going to miss tonight's homecoming to Cleveland. Uh, but I, don't, I think the minutes will be relaxed a bit. Jeff, I, I mentioned some teams you might have liability on in the NBA, but what about MVP? I'm looking right now, Joel Embiid, 9-1. to one. He's obviously playing tremendous. Dealing with a little injury, might play tonight. But regardless, playing really well, they're a, a huge discussion to come out of the East, a contender rather. What does that look like for MVP liability with Joel Embiid or LeBron James or wherever you took money, KD, on this year? You know, interestingly enough, the only one that we have liability on right now on the contenders is Giannis Antetokounmpo. And we had some money of 5-1 to one on him, but that was initially when we're a little bit higher than market. Now, the market's eased up a bit, but I thought there was going to be voter fatigue on him after winning two and then everyone seeing what he's done in the playoffs, not progressing where he should have gone. Uh, so we're in good shape on Doncic as a nine to two favorite. Then I have a handful of guys at seven to one where that's where we stand on Giannis right now. Joel Embiid, uh, Kevin Durant, we have some liability on him. Uh, he opened up, I believe 16 to one and now he's seven to one along with, uh, Jokic and LeBron. So, uh, I would say Durant and, uh, Giannis are liabilities on the contenders right now. Uh, this is BetQL Daily on the Bet. Joe Ostrowski and Sarah Perlman, our guest, Jeff Sherman, Westgate Superbook VP of Risk Management. And uh, going back to the Super Bowl, Jeff, uh, throughout the year, and I'd say most of the playoffs, pretty safe to assume that the majority of action and um, the handle comes from the side and some from the total. 
But can you explain how it's different for the Super Bowl? Do you guys see more money uh, coming from the props? Because that's where the majority of the discussion, uh, the fans that I talk to, other bettors, they seem to be most interested in the props. Yeah, we'll write over 50% of our handle on the props just because of the sheer volume that we offer. And this is going to be fantastic this year because with the Brady-Mahomes matchup, you couldn't ask for a better betting event. And so we'll try to get a little bit more creative involved those two individuals in more propositions, such as the cross-sport ones that people like to talk about. So I'm already trying to think of things like uh, combining their passing yards against something or, or their completions against something else. But um, we have so many opportunities when you have two high-profile athletes like that in the same game. So I think we're going to uh, shatter any record that we've done as far as handle on a Super Bowl before, even though the environment's tough with uh, – the economic situation, the COVID going on, there's still the simplicity of the app for people to get down and more wagering in more states than we've ever had. So uh, I'm expecting a record handle with this type of matchup. Wow. Jeff, uh, as a better, I never want the book to come out on top, right? I'm trying to take your money, although I feel like you guys probably took most of mine this year. Uh, as we look at the Chiefs and Bucks, I want to know, where do you find value as the line stands today when you're looking at the total or the spread? It's it's really difficult because I thought this was such an easy number to make, and mm -hmm. I, I'm really expecting the Chiefs to get a lot of the public support. So I think that if you can find a plus three and a half on Tampa, I would have to say that's going to probably be the sharp side and might lend itself to some value versus what the uh, expected marketplace is going to sit over the next couple weeks. What's the most popular prop, and why is it the coin toss? <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, the safety is the most popular one that we have oh, because they offered some long odds, and, it, and yeah. it came in a few years in a row there. So that's the one right when we hang it, you get some public play on the app and right away at you know, 9 to 1, 10 to 1 odds. So uh, we'll, we'll see a lot on that. But the coin toss, people love to have that instant gratification. And so we use a lower juice on that. But uh, we'll, people love getting involved right away. And it's unfortunate <laughs> here we can't offer the uh, national anthem option. Jeff, this is a, a funny and, and weird question, but when you're making props and the Westgate makes so many, what's the one prop you look at and you're like, this line seems wrong. You guys have so much issue normally arguing about it. Is it a, a, a classic receiving prop? What prop is it that kind of gives you a lot of trouble and arguments back and forth? Well, some of them that are the toughest are the ones that you end up using like a half a reception uh, for a guy's first reception. Some guys that really aren't involved in the game too much. And if you make a number too high, the Sharps are going to bet it under because if they get in the game, uh, they don't have to catch a reception to catch the under as long as they play. So that's the tricky ones is we'll, we'll use like a half a receiving yard on some players that generally don't get much, but you have to come up with the right juice on that. And it's a tough one. And we have a lot of banter going back and forth on things like that. Uh, Jeff, you mentioned a moment ago that unfortunately you can't offer the anthem. I was a little surprised by that because there's there's arguments every year. No, it ended here on Brave. No, it ended there. And you guys don't have to worry about that. Is is that the one thing with the Super Bowl that if you could, you would love to offer? Yeah, that and just the Gatorade type thing. <laughs> you know, just yeah. things that are definitive that we can come up with uh, that deviate from what the box score says. We'd love to try our hand at that. Uh, and you know, they let us do it with the coin toss now, which they didn't used to in years back, but, uh, 
you know, as competition increases in other marketplaces, other jurisdictions, I think it's going to be going that direction. And eventually you'll see things like that in uh, legal jurisdictions. Jeff Sherman, Westgate Superbook VP of Risk Management at Golf Odds on Twitter. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much for coming out BetQL Daily today. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you, Jeff. Good stuff there from Jeff Sherman. Sorry, sir. We're we're a network now. We're a network now. I mean, you're right. We got to go. But seriously, would you do you place a bet on the national anthem? Every time. Of course you do. See, Eli, Eli said 90 seconds, 60 seconds, and now two minutes. <laughs> so I am so confused. That's why I sounded like a jerk cutting you Miss off. Miscommunication, yeah. guys. Miscommunication. I'm upset. I had a lot. I had a final question for Jeff. I'll never know. I'm going to have to message See? him and get my answer. Exactly. I'm sure he's a nice dude. I'm sure he will respond to you just so you get all that set up. Set. See, we could have um, got more information. I think his. <laughs> I think his, his information, uh, just on the props themselves, that they sit in a room for two days and are going over hundreds of props. Can you imagine sitting in that room? Give, give I would love it. it. It sounds like me a too. lot of fun. Give probably, me a beer. I'll sit down and listen to that. <laughs> it's probably really stressful for them, I, I would guess, because you can't get it too wrong. But they adjust quickly, like he had mentioned. Uh, what is it's the most ridiculous prop that you obsess over every single year? Mine's easy. Uh, first touchdown. Really? I do it. I do it all the time, and I even love it more in the Super Bowl. What's yours? Halftime show first song, every time. Weirdo. <laughs> Why is that a weirdo? I do the show with. <laughs> we bet on football all year, and it gets to the Super Bowl, and the bet you're obsessing over is the song. Yes. You like, yes. get me some help on air over here today, will ya? Gatorade color is always a bet as well. I never do the that protest. Like. I'm, not, I'm not one of those people. Yeah, it's like, whoa, the team colors. So, of course, they're going to drink blue. It's the Patriots, but they're also red too, Joe. So, you might mess that one up. Uh, we'll, I'll bet on the Gatorade color. Yes, I will. Uh, it, we're doing nickels and dimes. If you're a new listener, you're going to to hear this. Uh, I, I don't know what's coming from Eli Hershkovich. This is BetQL Daily. You're locked into the bet.